to the first day of our seminar on that year of instruction, preface and text one today. So, uh, you can look at the songbook, uh, text number two. Um, this is about Nectar of Instruction. Uh, text two, Chaya Begodomi means teach me to control my six passions. So today, Vacho Vega Manasa Proha Vega will be, that's the six Vegas. Controlling my six urges, the six urges. And that's in the, in the book also. And then Chaya Dosha Shodhi. Uh, there's the six um, faults, and that will be tomorrow's verse. Uh, what are the things that are bad for you, that disrupt your devotional service? And then, Chaya Guna Dehodase, give me the good qualities, the six good qualities. Chaya Shachanga, give me the six types of association. So that will be on the third day, um, text three and text four. We'll hear about those. So before uh, we start, I'm going to talk about. Oh, here's my last house. All right. I'm going to talk about what kind of listener am I? So there's eight categories of listener. Six bad, six. Uh, difficult kinds of listeners, and I, I've experienced all of them, and I've been probably all of them, and six good kinds of listeners. So, because you're all going to be listening most of the time. So, I'm going to write, and I'm going to take it all in. Yeah, love, no, you don't need to write it. You don't need I wish to. I was like that. You don't need to write it. Um, so, the topmost listener. First, I'll tell the best one, and then we'll get into all the other kinds of listeners. Oh, this is not working. Okay, what happens here? Why is my now it's working? Okay. The best listener. He comes before the speaker with proper respect, is eager and expert in hearing of Krishna's teachings and pastimes. He's rejected all mundane topics, has faith in the Supreme Lord. You won't be able to write this fast enough. Here submissively. Always contemplates the knowledge and likes to ask relevant questions. He's dear to the Lord's devotees. Um, okay, now here's the good ones. Here's the good listeners. So you can write this. The Chataka bird. What? Chataka. It's a kind of a bird. Anyway, <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. C H A T A K A. Chataka bird. You don't have to, I mean, you, there's no need. <laughs> You don't need to write it down unless you want to remember it. Yeah. We don't have them flying around here. Yeah, no, you don't find them around here. Yeah, probably only in Krishna's time. Um, he doesn't take water from any source other than the rain cloud. That one, does that mean he doesn't hear any book other than scriptures concerned with Krishna? And I saw it at um, when our Alachua temple, there was one cat. He would, she would not drink water except from the tap. You'd have to turn, she would drink only from the tap and not from a bowl or anything. Or our cat drinks from the swimming pool, from the, <laughs> everywhere. We have a pond. Uh, but we only, okay, so if you want to be a Chataka bird, only from the cloud. Now and then there's the swan. We have those over, that, those we have. 
We have in the next tree we have the swan can extract milk from a mixture of milk and water. So one who can extract the essential teachings while listening is called a swan listener. So I wonder how that happens. If you you could we have swans, but I don't think you can get close enough to try out this experiment of putting milk and water mix, but how would you know anyway? Um, then there's the parrot. A parrot can recite whatever it has been taught, so one who can properly repeat the topics is called a parrot listener. Well, that's, you can be a parrot, yeah. Then there's the fish. Parrot. Parrot, yeah, bird, you know. Uh, Kalyani has. Yeah, she, she draws them. <laughs> you draw them. You know, parrots. You can be a parrot listener. The Shukadev was compared to a parrot. Then there's the fish. Uh, He's a fish that's in the ocean of condensed milk, quietly drinks milk without blinking its eyes. So one who quietly listens with full focus and relishes what he hears is a fish listener. Okay, let's hear the inferior ones. The wolf. Just like the cry of the wolf frightens the deer, attracted by the sweet sound of the flute, a foolish listener whose questions and comments are a source of frustration and pain to the other listeners is called a wolf listener, and I've had those in my class, in my Bhaktivivaal class. If you listen to the lecture, to the tapes, you'll, you'll find out who's that wolf listener. <laughs> anyway, then there's the Burunda bird. I don't know what kind of bird. He lives in the Himalayas. You don't have it. Okay. He tells everyone whatever it has heard without doing anything himself. So that's the Burunda bird. <laughs> He'll tell you everything, what you should do, except that he, he sees the exception. He doesn't practice himself. Then there's the bull listener. He doesn't distinguish between eating sweet grapes or pungent oil cakes. He listens to everything without intelligence and discrimination. He'll just go everywhere. In Vrindavan we have like that, where they have these Bhagavat Saptas, which are not speak, spoken, spoken by Mayavadi, so you don't get the proper understanding. Then there's the camel listener. He rejects sweet mango leaves to chew dried bitter neem leaves. He listens to Krishna's teachings and then listens to mundane topics. So that's the camel. He goes back and forth between one and the other. Yeah. So Shirupa Goswami, now the preface is very small. And uh, Sri Rupa Goswami is explaining what is Lord Chaitanya's desire. That we all revive our dormant Krishna consciousness, our relationship with Krishna. That's, that's Lord Chaitanya's desire. So he expressed Lord Chaitanya's mood by giving us these 11 verses, instructions. That's Lord Chaitanya's desire you'll find in these 11 instructions. And Iskan is an expansion of this mood and how to apply it. And we're all called Rupanugas. We're followers of Sri Rupa Goswami. So not only here, but when we go to the spiritual world, we will be followers of Sri Rupa Goswami, Rupa Manjari. Rupa is, he's, he's serving Lalita. And Lalita is serving Radharani. So we're in that disciplic succession in the spiritual world. So we're, we have a wonderful, rare opportunity now. We're once in a day of Brahma, Lord Chaitanya comes. And Shirupa Goswami comes, and we're here. We're in the right place at the right time. So this preface 
is very uh, brief. It talks about the first step in spiritual life to control the senses. Um, and come to the platform of goodness. If you follow these instructions, you'll come to goodness and transcend. The, the, last, the last class will be about transcending. And that might take some time before we get there. But at least it's good to understand it. What the goal is. This is the goal. And in between we have the how to get there to the goal. So it starts with this verse, uh, Abhideya. Um, so the, now one a very important sentence here, if I can find it. I don't have a page number. It's in the preface. Oh yeah. In the, la the first sentence of the last paragraph. Advancement in Krishna consciousness depends on the attitude of the follower. All right, so now I can ask you some questions. What should be our attitude? <laughs> what should be our attitude to make advancement? Be a, be a kind of teacher, uh, student. Student. Like student. Okay. Yeah, humble student. Humble, humble student. student. Okay, that's helpful. Humility is very helpful. Don't and add or subtract anything. Yeah, don't add or subtract. It's uh, more about humility in Bhagavad Gita in chapter 13. There's a whole list of how to get that process of knowledge. And the first two things are humility, humility and pridelessness. So it's that's Bhagavad Gita? Yeah, Gita 1318. Oh, sorry, 138. 138. 138, yeah. Then you can, that, that's, the process of knowledge is listed in the first two items, because if you know everything, you're not going to learn anything. It's like, like my granddaughter, she already knows more than the teacher, so how's the teacher going to teach her? <laughs> but unfortunately, she only thinks she knows more than the teacher, she doesn't really know. <laughs> so that, that won't, you won't learn, like with that attitude. So, okay, humility, and what did you say? Don't add or subtract. Don't add or subtract, good. What, what? Don't add or subtract something. Don't. Change, don't, don't change. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, don't change anything. Okay, what else is helpful for attitude? Faith. Yeah, faith. Faith is good, yeah. To we so, need faith. To associate who, with those who are more advanced. Yeah, associate with those more advanced, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, these are all important. Sincerity, eagerness, the verse, the third verse. Also explains. So now we're going to read text one. So I'll say the one line and you can repeat after me. It's a page number. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I think you have the same book. Yeah. I have page, page one. one. Okay. Yeah. Page one. You have a different book, but it seems to be okay. Yeah. Page one. Yeah. Vashavegam manasakrota vegam Jiva vegam udaropasta vegam Jiva vegam udaropasta vegam Etan vegan yavishaheta dira Etan vegan yavishaheta dira Sarvam apimam prithivim sashishya Sarvam apimam prithivim a sober person who can tolerate the urge to speak, the mind's demands, the actions of anger, and the urges of tongue, belly, and genitals is qualified to make disciples all over the world. 
So these are the symptoms of a self-controlled Madhyama. You know Madhyama? Everybody knows Madhyama? Second class devotee. Uh, he's not neophyte. There's neophyte, there's a preacher, middle class, and then there's Uttama, the uh, Mahabhagavat. Uh, so there's three kinds. This is the middle devotee description here, the preacher. And it also, what do we need for spiritual life? Uh, one who has mastered these things, it can be guru. So Prabhupada talks about being guru, um, and this in many, many lectures. Uh, he's, um, <clears throat> this is a lecture in 1976. He said, and so many times he told us the same thing. He said, Lord Chaitanya says, all of you become guru. He said, all of you. Rukmini, my god sister, was in the room when she was 16 years old. And, and, and he, um, he was, Prabhupada was talking, and he said, each one of you has to go out and start a temple. And she said, even the girls? He said, yes, even the girls. So he wanted us to be guru. So this is what you have to do, whatever it says in this verse, to be guru. Qualifications. And he said, not only that, he said, in 1966, he said the same thing. We need hundreds and thousands of gurus. That means everybody has to be guru. Not just a few, not just a handful. Every, he wanted hundreds and thousands of gurus. Where are you going to get that from? Uh, so, his order is Amaragai, Guru Hoya, Taro Whatever, Whoever you meet, tell them about Krishna. So that's the qualification. You don't have to be a learned scholar, MA, PhD. You just do what Krishna says in Gita. Think of him, become his devotee, surrender to him, and you can tell others about that. Can I ask you, the guru, it's mean the preacher? Um, yes, uh, in, in this sense, it's the preacher. It's in, preacher. In this, what the preacher yeah. knows, like a guru. Exactly. Yeah. Lord okay. Chaitanya, what Lord Chaitanya says is you, you preach. Yeah, preach. That's what he's yeah. saying. You be guru and preach. Mm -hmm. Tell somebody, tell others. So that's what Lord Chaitanya means. Now, if we go into the purport of this, um, it talks about uh, uh, Maharaj Pariksha. I don't know if it talks about him here or not. I don't remember. But um, it talks yes. about, uh, it does? Yeah, okay. thanks, thank you for that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, Maharaj Pariksha. Yeah, so um, he was taught, uh, Shukadev was telling him about atonement. But how come Shukadev told him? Because Maharaj, if, if any of you remember Fifth Canto, what's the end of Fifth Canto? It's all about the hellish planets. Mm -hmm. And then when Maharaj Priksha heard that, his heart was very soft and he said, Oh, what can we do for these? How can we save these human beings from going to hell? How can we save them? So the first thing Shukadev said was, Atonement. 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 Uh, chitta. Anybody? It's like going to confession in the Catholics where you okay. go and yeah. say you're yeah. sorry and you yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so that's the example. What's the other? There's another example here. One is the confession, another is the elephant. Who? Did Ishani come? Ishiju? Huh? Is she Jew? Yeah. I'm going to prepare. I'll watch out for her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She, she wouldn't know the house. 
Yeah. She will be sitting this uh, lot of shoes outside. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good, that's very good. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so now you know what is atonement. Atonement means you do something bad and then you do something punishment yeah. to yeah, get yeah. over it. Yeah. Uh, Rahash Priksha said, no, this doesn't work. I'm a king. I know. I put him in jail. They go out and they do the same thing again. Mm -hmm. So, um, the thief, uh, yeah, so that's three, three different kinds. So he said, no, that doesn't work. So then... The next thing Shukadev said was, okay, jnana, jnana, knowledge, knowledge that will stop them. Um, but the problem with knowledge is that, okay, I'll tell you what, the, what Shukadev said, tapasa, austerity, brahmacharyena, celibacy, shamena, control the mind, domena, control the senses, tyagena, renunciation, satya, truthfulness, socha, byam, cleanliness, Yamena, avoiding violence, so, um, and the Yamena, uh, vows. But this doesn't work also, because uh, the example is like a farmer, when he's, uh, when he, after he, take, he harvests his crop, then he burns everything. But that doesn't stop the weeds from growing. The weeds come back. Any of you who are gardeners know, you, <laughs> you know, if, if you were to burn, it would not stop the weeds from coming back, if you were to burn. So uh, what this means in spiritual life is that jnana, knowledge, can uh, remove some of the sinful reactions. It can remove the sinful reactions, but cannot remove the desire to do the wrong thing. Cannot remove only chanting Hare Krishna. It's like the sun coming out and dissipating the fog. So that's the only way we can do that. And Prabhupada, sometimes with his devotees, he would call it hippie seats. The hair, when the when devotees would come with long hair, hippie seats. <laughs> the seeds have sprouted. The seeds have sprouted. Yeah. So only by devotional service can we actually get free. When the sun of the holy name rises, then uh, namabas, even namabas, which is um, compared to twilight, when the just a little bit of chanting can free us from sinful reactions. Now, there's two kinds of ways uh, that Siddha Prabhupada gives an analogy here, two kinds of ways that uh, people uh, make things. There's a blacksmith and there's a goldsmith. I heard a car. <laughs> Oh, it's the road. Oh, you can see. Okay, good. <laughs> it's a van from the bakery as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. So there's a blacksmith, and he... How, um, well, the goldsmith uh, has a small hammer, and he's, he does very refined uh, movements. And there's the blacksmith. He just goes whack, and then, then the thing is changed. So which method is ours? Do are we, do are our goldsmith or blacksmith? Hare Krishna. It's a slowly working. The process is usually working. Prabhupada says, no, it's the blacksmith block. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we can't do the slow method in Kali Yuga. Okay. <laughs> we have to just do one big smash of our sinful reactions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one big smash and our, our, by chanting Hare Krishna. And our sinful reactions are finished.
It's, and the goldsmith, so many little things that it will take forever. That is the Varnashram system. Many, many births. And if you become Gani, many, many births also. Yeah. So here Prabhupada says in London, 71, Rise early, Mangalarti, Bogarti, Kirtan, Harinam Sankirtan, come back, Kirtan again, Arti. So that was our life actually in the 70s. That's exactly how, that was in the 70s, how we used to live as devotees. Mangalarti, go on the streets whole day, whole night, come back for Arti, we came back for evening Arti, back on the streets, <laughs> just chanting only. That was, it was really good. Okay. Is this what the Prabhupada wanted from us? Well, that was in the beginning, and then after book distribution came. He also wanted that. He wanted book distribution as well. So, now the problem is that we have these anarthas in our heart. Um, there's three, three kinds of anarthas. First one is we, want, we desire to enjoy things. And there's four kinds of those. That's um, things of this world, heavenly planets, mystic powers, and liberation. These four kinds. These are called asatrishna, or thirst for material objects. Then the second anartha is miserliness of heart, weakness of heart. And those are also four things. Attach attachment to things unrelated to Krishna, and deceit, envy, and desire for position and fame. So that's the second anartha. The third type of anartha is aparat offense. To the holy name, and to the deity, seva aparat, to the devotees, vaishya aparat, and to other living entities. So now, this nectar of instruction will counteract these three anarthas. So this first verse will counteract offenses. Of course, counteract means if you apply it. Yeah. <laughs> if you do it, if you do it, then you can counteract offenses. Um, now, verse two will counteract uh, weakness of uh, material desire and weakness of heart. The other two, for verse two, will counteract desire, material desire, and weakness of heart. And we'll go over again all these when we go to those verses too. So verse 3 will counteract the offense of inattentiveness. Mm. The offense of inattentiveness. Eagerness. <laughs> How can you be inattentive when you're so eager? Huh? And patient. And verse 4 will counteract weakness of heart again. Weakness of heart. So by following these instructions we can counteract these Anarthas. So, there's three urges described here in this first verse. There is the speech, the mind, and the body. So, if you uh, uh, engage in devotional service, then you can counteract these six urges and become a Goswami. So, what are some obstructions to controlling the tongue? I mean, in, in the form of speaking. Here it's talking about speech. We have newspapers, we have TV, we have movies, 
And now we have COVID, which is a very big distraction. Yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest distraction, I think, right now. Yeah. If you, because now that's good, you stop my headlines from coming. <laughs> yeah, I was getting all these headlines. But now I'm thinking, maybe I should know these things. <laughs> I'm missing them. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because it was telling me about COVID this and COVID that, and India this and UK this. And, um, uh, but then it's also about the royal family, most of it. Oh, I don't know. They're in trouble and they're up fighting, or I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're, they're crazy. <laughs> Create madness. Uh, so, yeah. So, any other distractions? Yeah, there are other distractions, yes. That I didn't talk, I didn't talk about. I talked about TV and movies. That's kind of not so big today. Movies, yes. It's still big with the younger generation. I don't know about your kids, but... And Alachua. Mobiles, yes. Mobiles. Yes, we didn't have that. For my kids, it's a television. It's, oh, TV. They're not so much into the mobile phones. Uh-huh. In America, it's more the mobiles. TV and computer. Yeah, computer. That's very rare, because most of the kids are with the phones now. Yeah, they're with the phones, yeah. Mm. They're behind of mm, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that the Wi-Fi gives me a headache, so mm. I don't allow Wi-Fi on phone mm. unless they're doing something, I or see. I have something I to send or whatever. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I restrict it, so they haven't got addicted yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wi-Fi is the main thing now. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi is the main. Oh, okay. So what? Oh, if you get distracted by these things, then you make sunscars in your heart. You take pictures, movies, you take all these pictures and it stays in your heart. Mm-hmm. It stays that. It doesn't go. Sometime it'll come in your dreams, sometime in the day you'll remember something from some movie and uh, yeah, and you get distracted. So that's why it's not good to have this, these problems with the Vacho Vegum, with the, with the words. It will bring death closer also. It will shorten your death, uh, your life, sorry. Yeah, and you'll become a frog. You'll become a frog. Oh, yeah, the frog croaks, all the snakes come. Yeah, I had that experience at my house because we have snakes. And and there there was one little place where the water goes down in a drain. There was a drain. And coming out from the drain was a huge snake. And inside, it had a frog in its mouth. And it was croaking and croaking, but the snake couldn't come out because the hole was too small for him to come out with the frog in its mouth. Ah. So eventually the snake had to let go of the frog and he... But it was really, it's really, ha- it happens. The snakes go after the frogs. Because they hear them. They hear the frogs. Sad. Yeah, I, I, had, I saw that wow. at my place, you know, for the, where we have snakes. Um, so you have to, uh, yeah, you become a crow if, if, you, uh, if this, this happens with you. Those words which don't describe the glories of the Lord are, are like, a, like a place of pilgrimage for crows. You become a crow. So only the, the, the literature full of descriptions of glories of the Lord, full of transcendental words, they bring about the revolution. So that attracted us to Krishna consciousness. A lot of us in the West, were, when we were hippies, we were, wanted a revolution. 
And most of them, uh, the way they thought to do it was to fight with the police, to burn buildings. Someone started a fire in the building we were living in. My husband had to put it out. They thought, you know, burn the buildings. <laughs> you know, what's, how would that help? Yeah. I don't get it. You know? <laughs> I don't get how that helps. But um, <laughs> it just hurts. Okay, so before we go to the mind, uh, I'd like to do a little exercise. And this is uh, completely voluntary. You don't have to do it. We'll ask for volunteers, though. <laughs> I know, she's not going to volunteer. <laughs> okay, here's the exercise. You volunteer. Okay, yeah. very good. Yes, yes. I think Kalyani would volunteer. She loved it, you might volunteer. <laughs> yeah, she's ready. <laughs> okay, so, um, so we're, um, somebody's going to think of a word. Just any word, you know, like fire, ceiling, floor, sky, house, blue, red, yellow, going, coming, any word. And then the volunteer is going to speak on that word for one minute and refer it related to Krishna. And, uh, that word is okay, related to Krishna. And related to and related Krishna. To Krishna. Yeah. Yeah. Related yeah, yeah. To Krishna. Okay. So, spiritualize like, the word. yeah, you have to spiritualize the word because now we're. We know how to do it the other way. <laughs> we know how to materialize our words. But we have to practice spiritualizing our words. Okay, so let her go first, because um, then you can see better what to do. So you think of a word. Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. Oh, that's a Okay, we need a timer. Oh, you were rough for Kalyani. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow is a, is a, is a... Wait, is we a, need a timer. Okay. Does any have a stopwatch? Computer, uh, the, the phone. You're going to time mm -hmm. yourself? Okay. Stop I just thought, I panicked because I thought when he wanted volunteers, I thought she was going to be the snake and I was going to be the frog. <laughs> 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 so I'm relieved it's just this. Well, you can go on yellow if you want for a minute then. Anandagram. 
and you're supposed to be volunteer. Oh, she's a volunteer. Okay, you think no, of I, can, I can't do that as well. No, no, no. I just like okay, I just started like you know, <laughs> the different direction from okay, here. Okay, I think you're right. Cheeky. Okay, you think of a word. Your word. See, yeah, it's harder yeah. when it's not your first language. But I will be trying. I know. I know. I know. For her, it would be difficult. Yeah, yeah. All right. Don't okay. make it too hard. Okay. First word. Your word. Not Nandagram is grass. 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 Yeah. Uh, I just I just thinking about before how I can uh, be a servant of the God and I thought about the dust and grass to just Krishna walking in the grass and like that way I will be Trinada Pisonichna lower to the grass and uh, kind of uh, sorry that okay connect uh, connect to the kind of Krishna feet you know and I can. Uh, absorb the Krishna feet to and make the walking uh, much softer like if I will be becoming grass like you know uh, grass is as well the best food for the cow cow and the Krishna mm, love yeah. the cow as well you very know. good um, grass uh, just people like you know collect the grass and uh, uh, make the hay and Krishna as well like to play with the cow boy in the in the time kind of uh, stuff like that. Um, oh, yes. Ooh, well, Krishna got in That was the best card. Also, the card is yellow. Okay. So. <laughs> no, yellow was yeah, straight yeah. away, like I think about it. The card when you got the front propensity. <laughs> um, you can think of a word for Shilavati. Okay. Uh, black. Black. Oh. <laughs> Black. Well, the other day, Govinda on the island was wearing black, and the, it was see-through. Yeah. And initially, when I saw it, I thought, oh my God, Krishna isn't wearing a top, because it, all I could see was black. But actually, when I looked closer, he was wearing a beautiful black top that Man Mantra wore. And Krishna is described as a... As a, a his colour as a blackish rain cloud. Um, is that correct? When I think of black, I think of black Krishna, I think of Govinda, black Govinda on the Inishwrap, with his beautifully black Govinda direct decorator with golden eyelashes. Um, yeah, and his black foot, and his black thighs, <laughs> and his black arms, and a beautiful black neck. Oh, <laughs> He just looks so beautiful, black, and when he's dressed in black, he looks extraordinary. Okay, so I'll tell you what this, uh, this exercise is good for. If somebody ever interviews you, uh, then it, it keeps you on your toes. You can just think like this. Okay, I have to think fast. If any, somebody asks you a question, then you're able to think really fast. And this was my preparation for learning how to do public speaking. So that's a very good exercise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yes, yes. Make like a game even. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it's, it's fun and it's nice and you really have to think, you have to hold. And you see how long is one minute. Yeah, that was, that was a long minute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could have talked about You're... his hair and everything. Did the count? Okay, back. Now we're going to the mind. Two problems, attachment and anger here to control. We have to control attachment and anger. 
different kinds of attachment. It's not just uh, the fruits, the fruits of your labor, and which is talked about in the purport. Three things are talked about, which uh, are in the category of attachment. Uh, the Mayavadi philosophy is another type of attachment, and the fruits of your the karmis, that's another type of attachment. Another type of attachment is your plans based on material desires. It's another type of attachment. Three types. And this, this disturbs your mind. You're always thinking about these things. Your plans, the result. Uh, so, yeah. So, another type is anger arising from frustration. So how to control the mind? Um, well, Gita, Krishna says in 6.35, by uh, practice and by detachment, you can control the mind. And anger it can be used in Krishna's service, uh, as shown by Arjuna, Hanuman, Lord Chaitanya. They all got angry. But when it comes to your personal insults, then you can you should practice Trinata peace in each other. But if it's somebody else you want to protect, then you can be angry. Now, here's something very nice for the mind. Uh, Sanatana Goswami has given us rules to perfect our japa, because japa is often about fighting with the mind. Now, there's a battle. You try to concentrate, and the mind doesn't want to. So Sanatana Goswami gives us some nice ways to do it. He says, first thing, mana sangharanam shocham. Mana sangharanam, when your mind goes away, bring it back. That's the first number one rule. How to do that? By shocham, by purity. By purity. Um, uh, internal and external purity, shocham. So Bhagavatam talks about cleanliness, uh, Eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating. If you have if you have purity in that, then that leads to purity in mind. So, what we do the day before will influence our japa the next day. What we do today will influence our tomorrow's japa. We meditate for the pure japa. Uh, evening bring. time. You bring first. You bring your mind back. Yeah. But how you bring your mind back? How you get the strength is by. Uh, practicing cleanliness and eating, sleeping, fearing, and mating, and cleanliness your whole day, inside, outside. Mm -hmm. You have okay. to practice this. Uh, now, the second way to control the mind is maunam, silence. Now, how is you going to make the mind silent? Mantra, here, let's see, mantrata, chintanam, maunam, silence by meditating on the meaning of the mantra. So meaning of the mantra, you know, all of you. Please ex pick me up, Krishna. Place me as an atom of dust at your lotus feet. Please accept me. For short, Prabhupada would often say, the, please accept me. Please accept me. Yeah, and I told in, in Ishrat that we wake up, we have so many problems to solve. Only one problem, Prabhupada said. How to accept Krishna. Whole day long. <laughs> So <clears throat> the next point is patience. Don't rush your chanting uh, to finish your rounds. And then the last thing is steadfastness on your Vedo. Don't lose hope when you don't get the results so quickly. So we did mind and we did speech. Now the tongue, prasadam, 
Sharia Vijajal. We control the tongue by eating prasadam. Um, because we control the tongue, then our belly, that's the, the next thing. There's three, tongue, belly, genital. So if we eat for sense gratification, then uh, the belly could get out of control. And when you get older, you get more sensitive to that. So just a little, I, I know this with me, little bit deviation and immediately I get the indigestion. So you have to be careful. And then the genitals, you have to be <coughs> This all goes in one line. Upasta. Upasta is marriage for children. So this, the purport talks about six kinds of allurements to agitate and conquer the tongue. Uh, food in the three, three different modes of nature. Food that can take us away if we don't offer it. Intoxication. Uh, and it, you eat at some rich man's house, very nice, opulent food that can take you away. I mean, and devotees do have that opportunity, at least when you, when you travel, especially in <coughs> India or London. You go to UK. And opulent prasada may also be a problem <laughs> if you overeat. That's the next verse, overeating. Um, so then, now I would like to just concentrate on one thing today, um, and that is anger. Um, I'd like to do some exercises on forgiveness. Because according to Bhishma Dev and Bhagavatam, the way to counteract anger is by forgiveness. And this is, there are many verses in Bhagavatam which say that. So, I have a list here of how you can test yourself. You may think, oh, yeah, yeah, I was angry, but I forgave somebody. I forgave that person already. Forgive, but not forget. Yeah, yeah. okay, exactly. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so I have a list here. This is from Mahatma. Um, you can see how far you are on the level of forgiveness. Right? You can think, okay, now think of somebody who you, who you, you think, okay, I forgave that person. Think if, if you, uh, I forgave that person. Or somebody you're angry with and you didn't forgive yet. <laughs> she loves it, he has lots, huh? <laughs> um, okay, so what I'm going to tell you is how, you're think, how you may think about that person. She'll get here by the time it's over. Yeah. <laughs> that car just went past. There's two people in it. Okay. That was quick. Sharp eyes. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was out of the corner. Oh yeah, you saw the I two saw people. I saw someone in the passenger seat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we have. Um, yeah, well, maybe she's not coming. Who knows? Are you have a phone? Maybe she's sending because I saw the oh, message. Somebody sent something. the message. Do you have a phone with no, you? I sent her a message and I called her. She didn't answer, and she didn't respond to the text. Well, let's see. Yeah, no, no response to the text. And she did see the message. Well, she said yesterday she's calling, so maybe something came up. Yeah, maybe something came up. Okay, we don't know. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm going to tell you some thought you may have about that person. See if you still have that thought or not. 
And these are going to be like many, how many I have here. And then there's an antidote to how to remove that thought mm -hmm. from your... So you may want to note down which one. I've got 14 different ones here. The Mahatma's very thorough. Um, so, so number one, you hope something bad will happen to that person. So maybe... <laughs> Why did you look over at me? <laughs> now, this has nothing to do with uh, your health to life. <laughs> We've already dealt, Taylor. We had this Shringa Devan Hiranyakashipu. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's oh, that was good. That's a good antidote, huh? Yeah. 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 One of you can be Hiranyakashipu and the other can be Shringa. Yeah, you can do it okay. the Okay, here's the antidote. Pray for the person and bless them in the same way you would like to be blessed. Okay, number two. You hope something will happen to them, either good or bad, that will make them aware of how they hurt you. Uh. <laughs> okay, you have to. Here's the antidote. Allow Krishna to deal with them from within their hearts the way he chooses. Krishna's in control. Yeah. And he sees everything. Okay, number three. You're still waiting for them to apologize. <laughs> okay, here's the antidote. <laughs> Take responsibility for your own forgiveness. <laughs> Choose to forgive now. I think the responsibility for your own forgiveness. Okay. Now we're going to get more detail now. <laughs> I mean, it's a good exercise. This, I mean, it's, it's so hard to forgive somebody, really. It's really hard. You keep the record of their wrongs with you and, and or you keep a record of how you were right. You still talk about this record, either frequently or rarely, but you still talk about it. You still have your story lodged somewhere in your heart. Antidote, tear up the record of their wrongs and your rights. What was me? Tear up the record. Ah, thank you. Tear it up, tear it up. Yeah. Um, number five, your life is still being controlled or affected in some way by how you were ill-treated. You know, that sometimes trauma or different things. Antidote, create your life from the future and not from the past. Mm. Okay, number six, you punish them with your tongue. Not so vegan. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> Antidote. You no longer let anyone know what was said about you or done to you. If you have totally forgiven, you may even want to do something to ensure that no one knows what happened. If you tell someone, tell one person, and do it in a therapeutic way to remove the resentment, not to punish the other person. Yeah, so this, this doesn't exactly mean what you're thinking, that you punish them with, you know, directly, but you talk about them. That's what this sounds You talk about them to somebody else, like, that's how you punish with your tongue. Okay, seven. Now this is, I don't think you, you, you would do this, anybody. Um, 
She's not so sure. <laughs> uh, you allow the person to hurt you, to be afraid of you or intimidated by you. It gives you pleasure to know they are afraid because they're getting some punishment for what they did to us. Antidote. Assure the person they have nothing to fear. One more time. You... 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 Um, you, you make the person afraid of you. That is antidote. No, that oh. is bad. Ah, I just think that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is just Sorry. my question. <laughs> no, you, you, antidote. You tell the person, don't be afraid. Yeah, okay. Tell the person, don't be afraid. Yeah. Okay, yes, this is a good list, huh? Okay, number nine. Oh, number eight. You want to punish them by making them feel guilty. Mm. Antidote. Show them Krishna allowed this to happen for a reason. Okay, number nine. Can I ask you, it's a, you <coughs> show them or you kind of, you, you're supposed to show yeah. yourself because it's oh, Krishna. Here it says show them. Show them. Mm -hmm. okay. Krishna allowed this for a reason. There's some okay. reason this happened to you. Number nine. You don't forgive yourself. You blame yourself and you don't forgive yourself. You say, yeah, it was my fault. And mm. Like that. So, antidote. Meditate how Krishna forgives you, Radharani forgives you, Lord Chaitanya forgives you, Prabhupada forgives you, and Krishna instructs devotees to see everyone engaged in service with a desire to advance, to be a sadhu. See everybody as a sadhu. Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says. Okay. Here is... Uh, Number 10, you forgive and then you give in to resentment again. Again, you feel angry. You forgive them one time or two. So, antidote, when you forgive, you must be sincere. Forgive from the heart and forgive totally. You don't forgive only once. Continually forgive them every day. Forgiveness is a lifelong commitment. Okay. Now, 11 is you, you make them afraid by threatening to tell on them. Like, tell the authorities. Keep the offense a secret. That's an antidote. Um, Twelve, you never think of their welfare. Or it upsets you things in their life go well. Antidote, bless them, pray for them. Don't tell them this is what you did. Pray that Krishna forgives them. Thirteen, you don't let them save face or want them to save face. The thought no one will ever know agitates you or is intolerable to you. Antidote, accept what happened as your karma. Let the person know, Krishna did this to me for my benefit. I recognize you are also capable of making great mistakes and how important it is for you to save face. Um, number, last one, 14. Follow, you follow one or more of the antidotes but feel a need to go to the person and let them know what you did. Oh, I did this and I did, I prayed for you. <laughs> uh, antidote forgive because it's the right thing because you value your relationship with Krishna more than you value punishing your enemy remember most people who offend don't think they have done anything wrong so letting them know you have forgiven them can cause another reaction <laughs> I forgive you for what? what did I do <laughs> You have to be careful. Okay, here's an exercise we can do, and this is going to be completely confidential. You're not, we're not going to share this. It's between you and that person. You're going to forgive somebody. 
And this is how, so I'm, this is how Mahatma teaches you how to forgive somebody. And this is an exercise, how to forgive. And this is not going to be shared or anything. It's completely between you and that person, confidential. Okay, think of somebody who you want to forgive, or you need to forgive. Maybe you don't want to. <laughs> you might need to, <laughs> Think, Just think of somebody and make the choice to totally forgive them and begin to release any resentment, hatred, or grudges you have towards them. If you can't do this fully, do it as much as you can. If you can't do much, do little. Next, imagine this person is seated right in front of you. Glorify them. Appreciate them for their good qualities. Find the good. And activities. Okay. And it can be a group or organization too. It doesn't have to just be a person. It might be ISKCON. <laughs> Some people have a problem. Then ask Krishna to bless their lives. So appreciate them and then bless them. Okay, so Okay, so just try that now. We'll just do it for one minute. Uh, not for one hour. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do it for one minute. Just try that. Timer on. Yeah, put the timer on for one minute. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, if this was too difficult, yeah, here it says, forgive them for one day or one hour or one minute. Now <laughs> 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 you tell us. That's what he said. I, I don't know how, the, how, how that works. Well, you can try it. <laughs> I think it's then, just small steps. like Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Then observe how this feels yeah. and how it helps you. Then decide if you wish to bring the hatred, resentment, and bad feelings towards them back in your heart or you wish to continue to forgive. Um, if negative thoughts come up or if you feel the need to express these thoughts to others, you will know you have not yet totally forgiven. If this is the case, repeat the process as many times as needed in order to totally forgive. Ask yourself what it is in you will not allow you to totally forgive and if and how this plays out in other relationships. Here's points to remember. You are actually fortunate if someone offends or hurts you because it gives you the opportunity to make great spiritual advancement. 
To forgive is to set the prisoner free and realize the prisoner was you. Yeah, it just, it, it, you know, it takes control and you get sick. This uh, anger is the cause of cancer. Resentment. Resentment is more a type of anger and it can cause cancer. Deep set. Deep, deep, deep set. Resentment. It's more, more than anger. It's, it's like anger is just something you can come and go very fast. Uh, but resentment, it eats you. It eats you. And then you can, you can, that's, you know, there's different mental things that cause diseases. Um, and there is another thing, and I must have deleted it by mistake. Oh, hmm, yeah, I must have deleted it. Oh, yeah, now here it is. The problem is, too often we want mercy for ourselves, but we want justice for others. Mm. <laughs> Mercy for, I need mercy, I need your mercy, and you get justice. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's when you don't forgive. Okay, so any questions? Um, I was just wondering, you see it with children a lot. Our children used to do it a lot when they were younger, when they used to hear classes and things like that. One of the antidotes is to understand that what's happened to me if it's connected with another person and I feel pain, it's my karma, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but when you're in a relationship and you're living together, especially as devotees, mm. like my kids used to do it to each other, like, ah, he hit me. You're going to get bad karma for that. Well, as I've already got bad karma, I've got you as a brother. <laughs> you should take this as your karma and just don't give out about being hit because it's your karma. So when person does that to you and says it was just your karma, you may be hurt, look, I may be I hurt you, but it's just your karma. It makes yeah. the answer. So that's, that's bad. Yeah. It makes you feel angry rather than thinking. Yeah. Yeah, so devotees know how to misuse the scriptures even from a young age. Yeah. And they can start misusing. Scripture. So we should understand the antidote is only for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We shouldn't feel I offended Nandagram. Nandagram should understand that's our karma. Yeah, exactly. No, we take it for ourselves. So it's only for yeah, that's ourselves. The, yeah, the antidote is for ourselves. We, we, the antidote is not, oh, it's your karma. And that's, yeah. yeah. That's very important. That's really but important. But exactly, somebody is supposed to be first. Somebody is supposed to accept, yes, that's my karma. If that will be finished. The circle will be finished. Yeah. 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 Jagacharini said a very interesting, nice thing I like to repeat. She said, in any relationship between two persons, the only way it's going to work if it's one person is humble. She has a lot of experience, I think. I heard one time um, Nelson Mandela, when he was being released from prison, when mm -hmm. they found out all of this evidence had been fabricated and they were actually able to prove it in the end after 25 years or something like oh, that, sure. the reporters were waiting like a hornet's nest outside, you know, to get some reaction to stir it all up. So they met him and they said, Mr. Mandela, now that you're released today after 25 years and after your children are grown up and your wife and you are elderly and all of these things have changed, they said, 
How do you feel about the people who fabricated this evidence and put you behind bars? And he just stood very dignified and he said, you know, as I was packing my things and I was preparing to leave my cell today after 25 years, he said, I realized if I did not leave my anger, my resentment <laughs> and my hatred behind me, I would remain a prisoner for the rest of my Ooh. life. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's definitely, I mean, he's a devotee because you know, Buck, he had association with Bhakti Kirtanarash. Mm -hmm. And uh, he came to our festivals and blessed our festivals. I think offer obeisance, offer garment to Prabhupada. Wow. So he's definitely... All this way back. Yeah, he's, he started his devotional service. But he, and he, he yeah, he, obviously he's qualified. He's, he's in the mode of goodness. And these are symptoms of the mode of goodness, <coughs> forgiveness. Brahman symptoms of a Brahman. Chatriya, if he was a Chatriya, he wouldn't forgive. Chatriyas don't forgive. <laughs> oh, I'm a Chatriya. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. I'm a That's what it is. Worship <laughs> me. Yeah, Arjuna, Arjuna wanted to forgive. And, and Krishna said, no, you don't forgive. <laughs> yeah. But for us, we are, we are Vaishnavas, so therefore we, we should forgive. And we're trained to be Brahminical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, this expression, forgive but not forget, Yeah. I don't really have a kind of mixed understanding of what that means. Um, what my understanding is <coughs> that if it is repeated abuse, then you should not forget. Then you have to go to get help. But if it's just, you know, something accidental or, or you know, yeah. And Prabhupada said in Bhagavad Gita, and where was it? I think in chapter 10, one should forgive the minor offenses of others, especially devotees. I remember I read from Prabhupada's letters, I read one letter where the treasurer had left with some money. And Prabhupada said, of course he can come back. There's no question, you know. Nobody is barred from this movement, he said. So we welcome him back into our family with open arms. But he said, but our policy is we forgive, but we do not forget. Therefore, he cannot be given responsibility with Lakshmi again. Yeah, right. So he gave right. that. That's just use intelligent. Yeah. 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 Be more practical about it, but yeah. forgive the action. Yeah, Prabhupada was so forgiving. Yeah. Any other questions or comments? That was just very nice because very often we read Prabhupada's books, but we don't know quite how to apply them. Mm, exactly. But this kind of gives us a broken down strategy how it's applied. Yeah. 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 So it's very interesting. Yeah. Otherwise it can be abuse in the name of scripture, but it's just so easy yeah. to do. No, you have to know how to apply. So I thought this would be good, you know, okay, take the anger because that's yeah. I mean the other things we understand, the the speech is kinda easy and the tongue is easy. Yeah. And the the belly in generals and and then the you know, um anger is something we may struggle with. Mm. Okay, so we struggle with the other things too, but 
Yeah. But we, we know more. In anger, it's kind of like a, a little bit of a mystery how to deal with it. Mm. No, so I thought it's good to concentrate on that. But if you forgive, like, you know, whatever happened, and you started from yourself, you will be accept, okay, this is my karma, okay, because I have that situation uh, mm -hmm. uh, with Irina. We, we didn't fight, but I started feel uh, yeah. that that's kind of everything that happened maybe because my, like, you know, misunderstanding uh, what I'm supposed to be like a mother, I didn't give her enough love and blah, blah, blah. And, and after, like, you know, she started feel, oh, you're so suffering because of me. And, uh, and, oh, and straight away I understand, no, that is my karma and I'm supposed to take that. That is mm. not your fault. Yeah. And both of us become really calm about that situation. Mm. We just accept that. Yeah. And it's nobody's fault, like, you know, that happened. Yeah, you cannot happened. blame. Yeah, and that is even life become much easier when you accept that and, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I had that situation once with my son at some company, um, TV company, come when I wasn't at home and they, Akim was at home. He's opened the door and they asked, do you have a, a TV lighter? And he said, not, because we didn't have a TV. But they didn't ask, do you have TV? Just asked, do you have a license? And he said, no, I didn't. And they're okay. And just like they call me, say, oh, you need to pay because you didn't have a license. I say, yeah, but we didn't have a TV and you never asked that. And they become oh, really yeah. bad conversation, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they, they just want they're cheaters. They just want money, yeah, yeah, that's it. And you know, and I just fighting with them in the phone and after she put the phone she didn't start to talk with me. And I was so upset like you know, in the, I drive the car and the kid was behind me. And after I say, I just come on, I don't will be uh, messing my day because of them and he's look at me say, You're welcome in my world because he usually do that. And I said, God, he's my teacher. <laughs> just like forgive and forget. It's just like, you know, that's it. He said, you will go home, you will write them a message, I will help you. And just like, you know, not point to talk and not point to be upset. And I, I remember that because that is was great lesson. Mm. Just like, uh, and Irina, she told me, the, the head, um, psychologist, he told her as well. It's a two thing. You you kind of suffer, yeah, and uh, or you can't be upset about that situation, or you just like pass and go forward. Mm. Like that is your choice. Yeah, exactly. Who we you have will choice. be, and she kind of explained me that she that's great kind of you know lesson. I say that's it, and I as well get to my mind. Okay, just remember that is your choice to be upset, yeah. or is not to be upset. Like you know, left it okay, right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's our choice to be happy. Yeah, yeah. that's our choice. <laughs> it's yeah. our choice. And as devotees, we understand that these souls, especially the souls that are born into our family, we probably, most probably, have had karma with them. Oh, for sure. Lives. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Like what my daughter told me that time when she was only three, you know, she was on the stairs and I chastised her for something. Remember, Nikila said to me, I didn't talk to you like that when I was your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went... <laughs> just stopped me in my tracks and I thought I have to be careful. I'm getting it now, but I'm supposed to get it. Like I'm supposed to be her mother and play that role, but I have to think when I when I feel it in the heart, I have to think I'm getting it because, you know, we were together before. I have to mm. think like that. Yeah, when they're young, they remember more. Oh, yeah. Previous yeah. life. We remember we was uh, with Mahamanti and Vrindavan and we kind of, 
we walking in Loi Bazaar. Uh, it was something, something happened. And we both of them keep really strongly, like Rina by, you know, by the hand. Who? Oh, me, Mahamantra, and my daughter both with yeah. Rina. Yeah. She was seven, I think, that way. Mm -hmm. And in the end of it, we just go somewhere, and after Mahamantra come to me and say, do you remember that moment where we just keep Rina in the hand? I say, yeah. She say, I feel not we leading here, she leading us. I say, I'm exactly feel like that. But I thought it's like in my mind. And we started to feel like, you know, sometimes the kids coming to our mm -hmm. life to make us stronger devotee, <laughs> not we make them Yeah, uh, right. Devotee. That's true. That's true. You know, because I try to chant when she's at home, like, not like when she, but she's, when she was at home before, to, you know, to show her example. Mm -hmm. Because I know how I, in my thoughts, sometimes follow my mom. And I, I just think, okay, it's when, when she will be older, she will be follow me. Mm. It's mean I need to be stronger now. And after start to think, who do, who who make devote? I make her devote. She try make me devote <laughs> by acting. And I try like you know, follow all the rules like that. Sometimes children become our yeah. teachers. That's right. Yeah. You know, when you accept that, you know that is life will be become more. It's more goal like more strict mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's for me like that. You know. Okay. Any other questions or comments? No, no comment. But similar to what Kalyani was saying, that it's it's as if after a while these books you can unlock them. Because I remember looking at this <laughs> so long ago and go, what? You know what I mean? I wasn't able to. It wasn't. It wasn't resonating, and it's because I hadn't been studying. Mm. You know what I mean? And I hadn't been. Um, Okay, you, you can chant, so you can chant for a certain amount, but it's the studying of the books and getting in contact, which is very special. It is very special. Mm -hmm. And a senior association as well. Like sometimes I think it might be a bit of a gross example, but sometimes I think it's like the mother chewing the food for the children. <laughs> she chews the food, she digests it, and then she gives it to us in a form that we can digest. Ooh. You know, and Shukriya does that. Yeah. Who? You know, Shukriya Goswami. Chooses food and, who, and gives it to who? No, the, the Bhagavatam. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Bhagavatam's a fruit. Yeah. Because we can't take oh, it all okay. in, yes. but sometimes yes. these great souls, they can. Yes. So and they, they can take it all juice. in, give it Everything to us that. according to and how we digest it. Yeah. And we're drinking it. Yeah. yeah. They help us digest it. But crows do that, if you watch the crows. They, they chew it and then they give it to the kids. The babies. Yeah. You've seen it. So you're giving it to us here <laughs> instead of choking on it. <laughs> we read like oh, and I read Prophet's books every day for an hour every day, Good. and I have since I've joined more or less. And then at night time, I read my nighttime book, whatever book I'm doing, Ooh. like Bonds of Love or whatever. But I feel much better after reading it. Mm. But then I think, and this helps me to practically apply it, mm. which is a completely bringing it to a more realistic level. Yeah. Today I, I, I heard a, a five-minute talk by Pankajangri oh. online about the question was, how do you live in Mayapur, um, Mayapur consciousness? And he said, how do you live? And he was this kind of, yeah, I wish I knew. And then he, first he was really like that about it. Mm, okay, I have to think about that. And then said, well, you associate with devotees, and he said, you have to read the books. 
at least two hours a day. Then he asked, how many people read two hours a day? It's like 10%. Then he said, okay, one hour, more, half hour, more, 10 minutes, then sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he said that's, Prabhupada wanted us to read two hours a day. But is that mercy What that one can read? Yeah, it's or, mercy, but it's, yeah, I mean, everything's mercy. That you can read, that you can worship the deities, that you can walk to the temple. Mm. Like, I, I remember, like, really forcing myself to read. I meant to read, but I was like, oh, it was to pass you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then suddenly there comes a time when when it's pleasurable. So yeah. is that mercy? Do you it's called to? ruchi. <laughs> you come to a level of ruchi. My husband would listen to lectures rather than read. Finds it very difficult to read, isn't it, Chaitanya? Mm. Or listen to yeah, lectures. Yeah, yeah. Well, however you can take it, because it's different for everybody. There's nine processes, mm. and um, some realize by hearing. So you're following Maj Parikshit, and some by chanting or reading, Shukadev, and some by art, uh, remembering, and some by... Yeah, uh, that's in Madhurya Kadambadi. It says uh, devotees have different ways to realize Krishna. And so one someone's, is easier by hearing for some. I remember there was an exercise at Sachinanan Swami's retreat where you had to hear the holy name. And I just changed it to chanting because for me, it's easier to chant properly than to hear properly. So I said, okay, I'm going to chant a perfect mantra. Mm -hmm. Then I'll, if, it, if I chant one, then I'll, I'll hear it. But for, he's, and, so, and Ermila had the same problem, and I said, just try chanting instead of hearing. And that worked for her too. So it's you have it's different according to your the way you are, yeah. how how you can. Yeah, yeah because for me it's very difficult to read myself, mm. but I'm so exciting to read with the group of the devotees, mm. and we start to discuss the the shoka, and mm. we do that now every day. Good. Uh, in uh, uh, between um, Russian group in uh, oh. England and uh, oh, uh, nice. Ireland. We have some group and we're just chanting, like, and reading, reading every, every day. Uh, I just find Japa is much more difficult than Kirtan. I just, I can get into yeah, Kirtan straight yeah, away. Yeah. But then Japa, I, have to, I feel like I because have to call and call and call. Kirtan, you have the support of many. Japa, you're by yourself. You have to say something? You want to say something? Shesha, want to say something? Yeah. I, I didn't know if you wanted to say it or not. No, I just want to say, because I, I look in, at life like some kind of mystic representation, you know, <laughs> I, I, like esoteric, you know, so mm -hmm. because I, I came from meditation background, you know, before mm -hmm. I became a devotee, I did right. a lot of meditation, you know, like this, and in one meditation, what I did, you know, I saw Narayan, you know, mm -hmm. seriously, this is what's happening, you know, I did like some travel, something like this, you know. <laughs> When I saw Narayan, you know, all my meditation stuff stopped. Huh. It showed me after that I met devotees. This was happening with me, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's his mercy. He came to you to bring you to devotees. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, different devotees have experienced before their devotees. Uh, what I remember is Dhananjaya. He took LSD or something. <laughs> or maybe he had a dream. He had a dream. I can't remember which it was. But he saw the, the Vishnu Dutas coming <laughs> in the airplane. <laughs> Swan airplane. <laughs> maybe he took an overdose, I don't know. But he said he saw them. <laughs> wow. oh, it's strange. I'm I'm taught that uh, like uh, the, the professor said that God didn't speak 